Hey, welcome Gloucester to Fishtown Local. Welcome back. And I have one of my favorite, one of the most interesting people in Gloucester, Linda Amaro. Hi, Linda. Hey, Gordo. Oh. Thanks a lot for having me. All right. I can hear you loud and clear through the system now, so that's good. This sounds like fun. <laughs> now, for a long, long time, you were a denizen of Essex and grew up there. Is that... Yes, of course, a child of the 50s, growing up in Essex, one horse, now it's two horse. I, I'd like to think there are five kids in your family, but I always think they're six because of your mother. Nope. <laughs> because, <laughs> Good point. Because you had Fly Amaro, J.B. Amaro, Lenny Amaro, Joyce, and Linda, and of course, Multi. That's right. Yeah. That's right. She was like the biggest teenager in the group. <laughs> she was. She was a... Really a force, and she was yeah. great fun. Everyone loved her. And what what did your dad do? My dad was, um, at the age of 10, he was diagnosed with a, uh, what they called then a hole in his heart, had a uh, leaky valve, said he wouldn't make it past 14. So he did. He became a, he painted, he was a sign painter and a clamor. Oh. He painted all the signs on the causeway. For Woodman's, oh. Callahan's, Shippahoy. Are they the ones that are still there today? No, they're no. not, but oh. he did the original ones, yeah. and, and they have painted over them. You know, they did many years after that. But uh, And then he was a clamor, and he also yeah. was a, uh, a carpenter. He, he built cabinetry and that sort of thing. Well, the Farnham's, excuse me, the Woodman's always claim they came first. The Farnham's always claim they came first. Who, as the Essex authority, was the original fried clam? You know, I'm not going to get into that one. <laughs> I really don't know. I wish yeah. my dad was alive to, yeah. to ask him. But, well, of course, um, Linda Farnham. She would just now, Linda, plant that we know. flag. And, you of, know, Linda, yeah. Linda knew what was what. Yeah. So I really don't know what to say about that. My guess is they might have. However, of course she would say that. Yeah. She was a Farnham. Right. She was a Farnham. <laughs> that is so funny. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if it was Joe Farnham who came first. Yeah. So I really don't know. Well, the fact that Woodman's bought them. I know. Maybe I they covered up. You know, as soon as you do that, you buy the That's legends. right. And yeah. I know I ate a lot of them when I was a little kid, sitting on that stone wall right next to Woodman's, because oh, we were we grew up near there. So, uh, so you went to high school in Essex? Nope. In Gloucester. Gloucester. Yeah. We had to go to Gloucester in those days. We had no high school. In fact, the uh, elementary school had just been built, and I went first grade there. So every Essex high schooler went to Gloucester. Yes. Oh, so oh, the Manchester thing elementary. came long yes, later. Yes, long after. Okay, yeah, I gotcha. Yeah. Oh, so interesting. So How'd that's you... why that was what was made, made it so much fun for me because I really got to know. I had never left yeah. Essex. Suddenly, I'm going to school with kids who didn't speak English. You know, some kids. And yeah. Like, so I really got to understand the Italian community and the Portuguese, and oh. kids would take me home with them. Like mm-hmm. it was the first time I tasted garlic. <laughs> I mean, you know, even though my name is Amaro, <laughs> people great. think we're yeah. Italian, but yeah. we're not. That's right. And uh, it was a great. What was your mother's maiden name? Her name was Sloan. Okay, that's pretty un Yeah. And my my father's people were from Nova Scotia, Newfoundland. So um, they were uh, French, Canadian, English. Oh, that's so interesting. I mean, did you feel like an outsider because you were from Essex or that didn't matter? No, no, no. No, in those days. It was very much integrated. And uh, And people were friendlier in those days. I mean, people weren't as mean, you know, It was very different. I mean, it wasn't. It was a drudgery. You know, we went to high school. <laughs> we weren't uh, catered to too much. But uh, it was just great to get to know Gloucester in that way. Yeah. Instead oh, yeah. of Manchester or Hamilton. Wenham. That's right. So I all... got to be part of the scene here, and now I know everyone. Got you. And that's kind of... Uh, 
that makes it nice. Now, you are a jazz singing star, in my opinion. Uh, I've done a bunch of shows with you, and always I'm impressed with your versatility, especially when that show was on the uh, last week where you were Harriet website, and you were doing <laughs> musical comedy from 2001, I think was. It was that when it was? I oh, think man. it was that we long had, ago. We had so much fun oh. doing those shows, didn't we, Gordo? Oh, think about um, it. The Ocean Club, yeah. uh, the Wellspring oh. Benefits. That's right. Uh, it was really musical Well, comedy, that was Ian McCall in his best days, too, yes, you know, when it he was, was. still yeah. pretty active. And That's he would right. organize these shows. That's right. <laughs> yeah. And we got to do uh, Tom Foolery. Yeah. Oh, my God. Twice. Twice. Yep. Yeah. Once and I with... probably did it four times before oh, that. Oh, I'm sure you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was uh, the Gloucester Stage Company was yeah. always very upset that they couldn't restage it with you mm-hmm. oh, when they I don't brought know. it back. But it, know? Was a, it yeah. was a lot of fun doing that. Uh, yeah. Um, I remember Rick doing, uh, Huglio doing the Table of Elements song. Yes. And he was so funny. He's so clever, though, because he would have the, he'd have it open to the page. He'd have a page in the book. So whenever he'd run out of forget, ah, he would open it up as if he was assuredly reading. And yet he was reading the whole thing. He's really just a natural, isn't he? Well, and you and he together were so good. He he just makes people laugh by looking at him. You just have to look at him, <laughs> and right. you go hysterical. Oh, that's great. <laughs> so he, he is... Uh, now, were you always a singer when you were in high school? Were you in the band, or did you gravitate to it afterwards? I, I really was always interested in yeah. music. Of course, our family, we grew up with music. Back, you know, Elvis, uh, Elvis Presley, Roy Orbison, Johnny Mathis, we're listening to all that. And my mother was a big promoter of music in the house. But around about the age of 13, I begged my, my younger brother by a year, Fly, to teach me three chords so I could sing oh. a Joan Baez song. Oh. So I learned to play guitar upside down, even though I'm right-handed. <laughs> That's what Fly, he is, right. Yeah. Fly's left-handed, yeah, but so I'm right-handed. Yeah. Uh, but I'm really messed up yeah. because I'm double-barrel. You know, not only am I playing upside down, I'm... I'm really right-handed. Well, my last guest was Hyacinth Amero, who married into your family, your brother Lenny. And of course, she says that at that age, by the time you were 16, she says you were, she said this on the air, the most beautiful woman, girl, still in those days, in Massachusetts. She just said, Linda, and as I say, she still is. I don't know. I had big, thick, horn-rimmed glasses, men's glasses. I didn't have (laughs) a date in high school. uh... (laughs) Nobody looked at me in high school, that's for sure. (laughs) Hey, Mambo, Mambo Italia. That's right. No, I was a little hippie chick back then. Yes, I guess so, but um, still, you were gorgeous. I saw pictures of you with the guitar, not at 13, but more like 16. Mm -hmm. But now your brothers were concentrated more in R&B and soul jb and water the band played yes, were you originally yeah. wanted to go in that direction or were you building your jazz uh, book? i had always been a jazz fan as a little kid yeah. because my I, I practically lived at my aunt's house up the street she was single with three kids four kids oh. and uh she had a fabulous jazz collection and oh. every time they'd go out partying drinking whatever they were yeah. going to be doing the kids would be home and we'd we'd be smoking taridans drinking tab and blasting ella fitzgerald sarah vaughn yeah, Lena Horn out the window and all Terrence, the <laughs> I'd rather fight than switch. So we were very much into singing yeah. along with all those old songs, and I loved them. And that's yeah. kind of my first real jazz taste yeah. when I was probably uh, ten, eleven. Yeah, because so. you were you always were a good scatter, and obviously Ella got everybody set on yeah. that path. Oh yeah, that just incredible. But uh, I was listening to her music, and she had some great stuff. Oh and, uh, yeah. 
Well, you have a classic voice. You're not uh, all over the place, fancy schmancy jazz singer. No, uh, which I'm not some, a trained no. singer. Well, I don't even mean I wish that. I were. I like that you state the melody before you go off. Uh, on it like some jazz singers they'll never state you the melody it's always a mm. foggy day and yeah. they won't sing you yeah. the melody so yeah. that you can st- well, do the variation typically and, and you know you sing the song through and, that's then, right. you, and then you come back and you yeah so you that's jazz i like out, the quote, classic part mm-hmm. of your mm-hmm. approach to the music mm-hmm. yeah well your band now you play at still um the new hotel I'm not at the new hotel. I'm not sure what's going on there. Yeah. Well, that was a fun place to yeah. play, though. Really nice. Back at the nice Franklin. People, yes. Nice uh, venue. I'm at the Franklin. Uh, I have the summer off, which they uh, they give me the summer off. But yeah. I'm there from uh, September till the end of Friday nights. June. Uh, yes, every Friday. Friday. Right. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And I've been there. I think this is my seventh or eighth year, seventh yeah. year. I think. Oh, fantastic. Be this one. You survived through a couple of owners because yeah. you were there with the no, guy. No, no, Maria. Was oh, it's always, always the owner. Oh, I yeah. thought the guy before. No, she's been yeah. there a while now. Yeah, yeah. Maria, um, well, she's yeah. great. Yeah, Maria Franklin. No, Maria Sanidi. Yeah. Maria yeah. Sanidi. Oh, there you go. Oh, great. Um, mm-hmm. So it, it's so interesting to think about Gloucester in the '60s. And uh, it was just a wonderful place to grow up. Well, you weren't a sailor or anything like Gloucester. that. Gloucester. No, I was not. I was a folk singing nut. Yeah. Uh, my two boyfriends were, my first two boyfriends were major folk singing <laughs> types. And they had fabulous records. Uh, oh. I got into all that. Um, one of my first boyfriends was Chick Marston. He was uh, 18 at the time. And he oh. was playing music. He was playing the guitar like Doc Watson. I mean, he was unbelievable. When my brother Fly and I met him, we were bowled over. We, our jaws were dropping. I'm like, wow, <laughs> we've never heard anybody yeah. play like that. Yeah. He was just uh, amazing. And, his and he coast. wasn't with Ellen then, right? As oh, a, a the, duo? Ellen? No, no. This was 1967. Yeah. Oh, she's not from Essex. And <laughs> oh, God, no. Ellen oh, okay. came maybe 30 years later. Okay. All right. <laughs> they are terrific together. Oh, they're yeah, fantastic yeah. together. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. love that song, Ralph and Alice. Oh, yeah, Alice me too. and Ralph, which is sort of them. It is them, yeah, and yeah. they're fun. That's a fun song. They, they, have, they are great together. And about, um, But he was, uh, you know, one of my first influences. Older brother Peter was a... Uh, um, Really big folk fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had invited Pete Seeger to his house when Pete came here on the uh, on the uh, Clearwater cleanup on the Clearwater the Sloop and cleaning up the Hudson River. Uh, when he came to Gloucester, he stayed at uh, Peter Marston's house. Oh, man. And, in the know, barn, along with um, in the barn, in the along barn. with um, uh, who's the guy from American Pie? Um, oh yeah, yeah, Don McLean. Don McLean was yeah, there. Yeah. Reverend Kirkpatrick was there. Jeez. So it was a lot of fun, yeah. and uh, he had a, he did a concert at Gloucester High School. Oh, and uh, it was just great fun. So I, I was very much involved in all that sort of thing, and um, with the Marstons and Greta, who was a wonderful folk uh, person. I remember being taken to the barn at night. I'd never been there before, and we went in, and they had the gorgeous lighting and all that. It was a, like an airplane or something hanging in the yeah. end, boats hanging yeah. up in the rafters. I remember being led downstairs to there a was party, like two hundred people party, yeah. dancing. Yeah, it was and great. It was, it was like a cult. Yeah, and everybody was out of control. It was happy. so much fun, and it was just great. And then the fire came. The thing burnt 
to the stone. Down. That was a shame, but it was yeah. a beautiful big old, it was one of the oldest, I think it was the biggest oldest barn yeah. in New England, or oh, definitely totally. the biggest. And then that guy, Nicky Van Roosenvink. Nick Van Roosenvink. Van Roosenvink, sorry. Because he, his goat impregnated our first goat. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, that would sound we about right. Sued. Uh, that sounds no, about we right. took her over, let her, and in oh. the ruins of the barn. Because uh, remember, okay. he lived yes, in the he stonework. He lived there with his goat. One was with his goat. And yep. then what? Nicodemus was the name of the Nicodemus, goat. Nicodemus, right. And uh, we had almost immediately the kids were born. Wow. That, uh, literally, the kids came. <laughs> yeah. And uh, two just gorgeous goats that we had for 20 years afterwards. And our goat passed, but mm-hmm. that too. And then, then Nikki passed, unfortunately. Yeah, the a, only good thing to come out of the fire was that Jay McLaughlin is there today. That's right. Because he never could have had that yeah, place if, right. if it had been a barn it's, still. He did a great job renovating it. But uh, those were the days, I tell you, Gordo. Uh, I mean, it was uh, it was the 60s. And 60s. But we also had a, stuff going on. We also had a great 80s and 90s here because you worked for two of the sort of Gloucester pillars. Uh, I don't want to call them pillars of industry, but they weren't. Obviously, Howard Richardson. Oh, yes. Yeah, and right. Jeffrey Sean. That's right. Because you looked like, who? Pillars? What? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Howard, any good dirt? Any great oh, stories? Howard, he was the most <laughs> fun ever to yeah. work for. I loved going to work every single yeah. day there. I think I was there for 14 years. He's a He was an exhibit designer, uh, boy wonder artist, yeah. uh, fun all around, very fun guy. Oh, loved he was him. a boy wonder artist. Yes, okay, I did not yeah. know that. Yeah. And he went into advertising. Yeah. Our big clients were GE, Volkswagen. Unbelievable. Uh, Owens Corning. So we would do these gigantic ah. exhibi- exhibitions yeah. in, in Chicago. And yeah. He would design them all, all, all out of the little design office with yeah. uh, the help of Richard Did you Emmanuel. go and install them? Yes, sometimes. Uh, McCormick Place mm-hmm. on the right by the lake. Yes, there I the, did. Yeah. The union run That's right. shop. We always had a blast in <laughs> oh, Chicago. Oh, that was a great town to go to a convention. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's fantastic. Very cool town. And um, But right out of high school, I went to, uh, I moved to Germany. And I lived there for three years. Three years. And, uh, yes, we also had uh, Miss Cindy had said, be sure you ask uh, Linda about Germany <laughs> and uh, don't uh, forget Morocco, oh, as she said that. Know. She pronounces it almost one syllable, Morocco. Oh. Oh, <laughs> so tell funny. me about Germany and Morocco. Uh, <laughs> oh, well, I mean, uh, Cindy and my brother Lenny had just married. Yes. They had a six-month-old baby. They came home to uh, to visit Allison. Yeah. Came home to visit uh, us for the first time, and I was singing with my brother's band, making a ton of money in those days, for those days. Was that J.B. and Water? That's J.B. Oh. and Water, and... Uh, Thinking in the How did you my... ever squeeze JB and fly off the mic to get the <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I was back up singing. Oh, okay. I just had a couple of solos. <laughs> okay. But um, uh, I knew they were going to be going back, of course. And yeah. I thought to myself, I want in on that. I don't care if I have to yeah. babysit. So uh, I did. I went back oh. with them and stayed. Frankfurt? And I went back. They lived yeah. in a, a small oh, town called Darmstadt. Darmstadt, that's right. South, that's just right. south of Frankfurt. and uh, Stars and Stripes. And worked for the Lenny. Yeah. My brother worked for the Stars and Stripes. He was a production guy. And uh, and I got a job right off the bat with, uh, well, not right off the bat because I did do a little traveling. Yeah. <laughs> but I worked for the uh, Officers Club 
Oh, during the Vietnam War, I was, you know, of course, a little hip, ex-hippie chick, and I had the most fun with all these colonels and generals oh, and God. drinking shivas for 50 cents a shot. <laughs> I, we ran the uh, accounting office at the officers club and the NCO clubs yeah. and all the local clubs, and I, I was taught to bookkeep and do all the office work from a fabulous old German guy, German and Iranian guy. So I met a couple of other women there who have you know, still remain close friends oh, to me over great. the, you know, something like 40-something years ago. But you did get to travel to the I other parts of Germany. I traveled a little bit. I traveled yeah. around, uh, At you least know, to the south and all that. Around Europe. Yeah. And I lived in Alicante with my friends oh. for uh, oh. like six months. Yeah, because that part of Germany is not the most interesting part, the Frankfurt-Hamburg No, no it section, isn't. You but, know. you know, I was... Uh, I was 20 years old when I went yeah. there, and everything so was interesting exotic, to me. Yeah. Doorknobs were interesting to me. Yeah. Toilets flushing differently <laughs> were interesting. Every Especially there, single thing. Yeah. The way they dressed, the what they ate, yeah. I was so, so into it. Yeah. And everything and was so cheap. I loved being, yes, it was. Yeah. It was four marks yeah. to the dollar. And not only that, but on the base, you must have gotten That's lots right. of stuff I cheap had, or free. Right, yeah. and I, you know, I did have that. And then eventually I worked for Stars and Stripes t- as well. But... Um, I had a grand old time with everyone there, and it was just great fun for, considering I didn't go to college, and had I known about musical theater places, yeah. college, I might there. have, I might have yeah. like gone for it, but I, yeah. I really was clueless, and yeah. I didn't have uh, good guidance yeah. in that department. So I, you know, I got the School of Hard Knocks, which I loved, and I wouldn't take back for anything. Living in Europe was the best. Oh, the best. Now tell me about Africa. Oh, I was just there for a visit. All right. <laughs> she just means it like we were all in the fog of. Uh, yeah. I went. My brother said to to his best friend, who was a restaurant owner, married to a he was a Moroccan man with a restaurant in Darmstadt, married to a German woman, and he was taking his children to Casablanca to go to school. Oh. And he said, my brother said to him, Mohammed, you have to take Linda. She's never been anywhere. Mm-hmm. And here he is. This guy's a nut. All right, he speaks seven languages. Mm. He's a little guy, total <laughs> laughing, laughing all the time. He says, oh, yeah, sure, sure, okay, okay. <laughs> so off we go to Casablanca. Well, it was a whirlwind tour. We dropped the kids off in Casablanca. We wound up in a wonderful sort of like mansion with like uh, a, oh, it was like a playboy mansion there were did cafe. you fly we flew oh okay flew dropped so the kids off at the school and, and the owner of the school was a very wealthy man with a fabulous um home right on the mediterranean <laughs> in casablanca yeah. but it was like the playboy mansion yeah he had women you know half naked women walking around cafe au lait types i mean these girls were gorgeous and here i am in my yellow corduroy yeah. pants and my little long t-shirt hair. yeah right and i look oh my god have i got a long way to go these girls were gorgeous and i thought what's going on yeah. here well, so. they were brought up in that tradition of serving the master, probably. Oh, so they there were, was some th- something going on Their whole job was to look gorgeous. Uh, yeah, I don't know yeah. what was happening, but yeah. we spent a few days there. So, so many, oh so much God. to tell you. But then we went on to Tangier, which yeah. was really a I trip. was going to ask about Tangier, trip. yeah. It was a trip. That would have been 1960. Now, that is right across from Gibraltar. It Tangier. is, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it yeah. must have a ton of visitors, so it's not too scary in well, terms of being... Back then, it was, um, you know, the, really the only visitors were like the hippies who had moved okay. there, you oh, know, okay. like Marrakesh and so Fez. British didn't go that often and uh, make it Yes, no, I think they did. European. I mean, Betty Hutton had a mansion there. Okay. <laughs> uh, and I think she was actually dead by then. But oh. Her mansion was still, you know, yeah. an attraction. But I would say that it's not like it is now. There weren't that many tourists. But yeah. 
man, it was a really interesting place. The day we arrived, we came in by train from Casablanca, and it was uh, the king was coming to town. So as we were driving in the train, we are watching the procession of the king. It would have been king, I think his name was Muhammad. <laughs> really? <laughs> Who is it? <laughs> yeah. um, but it was really interesting to see that. And uh, Oh, and the, the, the most interesting thing that happened to me there was uh, as soon as we landed there, Muhammad, my Muhammad, split. He oh. knew everyone in town. He was lost in the belly dance clubs. I couldn't find him <laughs> the whole time. We were staying in the Hotel Africa. And one night, I he took me to a disco, happened to be around that night. Took me to, did, Disco didn't open until 11 at night. Anyway, I was there all night long. He's left, and I met, oh, no, yeah, well, well, it's kind of a long story. No, he took me to a jazz club. That's what it was. Oh. And... Uh, he got very, very drunk, and uh, the jazz owner of the jazz club was Randy Weston. He's a very, oh, very famous jazz him. player, of course, yeah. jazz musician in New yeah. York. At the time, I didn't know who he was. <laughs> he was so sweet to me. He got Muhammad in a taxi, sent him packing, and then he walked me home after the club closed. And, and he was a very, very cool cat. Oh. He invited me back. He said, a lot of kids hang out. You know, Come on back anytime you yeah. want. We play music all the time. I never did go back, and yeah. I wish I had. Uh. But, uh, Don't you find to go back today to Tangier or to Casablanca? Oh, I'm sure it's so different. I know. Nowadays. I think it's about like, going back to yeah. Tangier a lot. I think it would be fun to do that. I remember going to Europe on a schoolboy trip um, in 1967. Mm. And the interesting thing was a lot of old Europe was still there, even if it wasn't in the forefront. Yeah. I mean, remember, it was all borders. It was all crossing the border and passports and right. money. And yeah. it was, you can see why they did the common market. Yes. Because it was just... Yeah. Nuts! It was yeah, nuts. You, the Stalero was oh, really just nuts. crossing the border the when they had the three countries right in a row, and you'd spend an hour to get across each border, and right, then you'd yeah. have to do it four times uh-huh. in four hours. You know, but uh, boy, oh, it was I loved cheap. it though. It was I mean, so two bucks fun. would buy you a five-course lunch. Mm-hmm. You know, in the Italian countryside, it's like my favorite thing was just driving from town to town, yeah. getting lunch, drinking yeah. a beer. Yeah whatever at least they drove on the right side oh. <laughs> like those brits <laughs> they drove on the yes the same side we did yes, yeah yeah did. those tiny roads yeah oh, that's so much fun well now when you came back here how did you get connected with all your great great musicians oh that was many years later um i'd probably been home for about 15 years and the interesting thing is is that I'd always wanted to try singing jazz, but I'd never actually yeah. sung it with anyone along, other than it along with a record yeah. or by myself. Yeah. So I was at Henry Freeney's one afternoon, and he had a pianist there, and his name was John Hyde. <laughs> and he could play the songs like I wanted to hear them, yeah. and I could say he could play all the Billie Holiday songs. Yeah. He could play. He knew. I'm like, wow. And he I wasn't so far out that he obscured the song. No, because he would state the melody just like I was no, saying. No, I mean he he was playing classics. the licks, you yeah. know, that I heard in yeah. my head and that I'd heard from the, the yeah. records, and I just started singing. And yet he's a great head. soloist. I mean, because oh, when he goes off, he's in. Yeah. You know. And he is a great piano player, and. uh I had so much fun, and we hooked up and yeah. sang, to, played together for many years. Oh, you know, yes. The first gig, I think, was at the uh, the Rum Line on Sundays, and we did that for oh. two or three years or something yeah. in a row. Was he our guy in Tom Foolery? I think he uh, was. Yes, or maybe one he of was. Them. No, both, yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. I love John. Mm-hmm. He has taught me so much. He's a very much. nice man. He gave me, like, his a CD and says, here, learn these 50 songs, you know. Mm. And they were ones that we all knew, but not. Uh, mm-hmm. Every word and every lyric. But I was grateful. 
Yeah. Because now my jazz book is so much better. Thanks yeah. to John. He also introduced me to Charles Brown, who I'd never heard oh, before. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, After he's amazing. Yeah. Although Randy Newman better look over his shoulder because some of his act came from Charles Brown yeah. 30 years earlier. That's right. You know, That's true. The way he sings. No, yeah. but uh, no, John did. He, we, we, he taught me a lot, and um, it was it was really fun doing all those things with him. Yeah. But nowadays, uh, I play with... Um, same type of person. I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of the uh, my players are Berkeley teachers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're the, the cats who play in the city. Jack, Jack Senior. Jack Senior. Jack Senior was when we last time you asked me to sit in. He was playing. He he's great. He's, he's great. unbelievable. He's a legend. Yeah. What is it? He has a son who actually was going to Divinity School, and so I said, "Wait, he's John Senior. No, he's when he graduates, he'll be Senior." Senior John Senior Junior, <laughs> and John That's Senior, right. you guys just yeah. love that. Yeah. Next time he's like, hey, yeah. my son Senior Senior said yeah. Junior said hi. Yeah, oh, he, he's a character. Oh my god, he great is. great yeah. guy. He is a character. He's right out of Casablanca. He looks like uh, yeah. you know the guy, the big guy. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, he's it. the best. I love yeah. him. Oh, and uh, and all the players I play with are just amazing mm-hmm. musicians. They are so. They make me sound good. You know mm, I mean? Well, I wouldn't say that. They, no, you they make, definitely You do. make you, both of you sound oh, good. Oh, well, thank you. Know, you but so, yeah. No, these guys are the, yeah. the, the real deal. Yeah. And, uh, well, you've always uh, gravitated to quality, both the sound, the musicians, and the restaurants. Mm. You know, I've never seen you in a dive, to be honest. It's oh, always I like dives. Places Don't get me wrong. where the food is great. I play in a dive anytime. As long I'm as not talking about the 60s. <laughs> <laughs> Playing take, in a dive. Just takes money. <laughs> Oh, no, that's, that's fabulous. That's well, good. that is great. Anything else you'd like to talk about? How you how you um, like in Gloucester these days? Is oh, it uh, headed in the right direction? or uh, Is it headed in the right direction? I'm a little worried. Uh, I'm a bit worried how it's physically going to look. I'm really an aesthetic person. Mm-hmm. I, I care very much about um, who's building what and how they're doing yeah, it exactly. and what it's going to look like yeah. and how is there a is there a committee that says you can't possibly yeah. build that hideous thing? Yeah. I don't even know that. I'm not very yeah. involved in that sort of thing, but um, I'm worried about the East Gloucester waterfront. Mm-hmm. It's bought up by one mm-hmm. or two people. That's right. And, and then it, when they, they are just waiting to yeah. do something, they and then they do put in I uses. I just want them to be. Tasteful. They might be the uses might be good for them, but they. They're right. just such a radical change for the neighbors. And it is. It's going to be a process. You know, it's yeah. going to be a process. And I, I know it has to change. I just don't want it to be ugly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, the good news is we do have a cadre in Gloucester that when, like when they tried to do the backshore thing. Or when there was talk right. about uh, putting picnic tables and paths and docks on 10 pounds. There's a natural constituency that seems to rise up yes. and try to preserve What's important? Something. You know, yeah. and so other things will sneak through and there might be condos here or there. But when it comes to the important right. stuff, so far, so good. Yeah. You know? I guess. I'm a little worried about what's going to be yeah. happening up at the Rotary. I and mean, up money at, talks. Up at the, uh, yeah. The Sam Parks operation there. That's a little frightening to me. Well, especially since he never finished the first project. That's right. And I that's mean, it's a it's a bit of a mess up there, in my opinion. Uh, I mean, you can't even turn around without hitting someone at Market or Basket. Or when you go over to the corner where it's all empty land and you hear the that's crickets right. chirping that's right. and parking that no one uses. I'm going, yeah. wait, where's the rest of this development? And, and where are the rest of the yeah. tenants? And Well, you know, that's right. It's, uh, it's another nightmare, in my well, opinion. Come, and here we go again, because yeah. now they're going to partner up and I do the next I understand the city's phase. against it. They're 
they're they're up against a lot. But um, yeah. I'm, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's the answer. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that guy is the answer. Yeah, I wonder. I, I don't know. Yeah. You know. Well, that's what I mean. Sometimes, no matter uh, the good intentions of of the core of Gloucester, uh, the rules, the laws, money right. suddenly will put like you know, the and thing. We need housing. Housing is yeah. huge. But like the what thing behind Good do? Harbor Beach, that good intentions tried to stop. John Bell tried to stop mm-hmm. it, but. They got it yeah. in there through using politics, yeah. money, and state. As usual. You know, what yeah. else is new, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I don't care. I think Gloucester will survive them because of folks like you. I mean, look at how the tourism has uh, taken off. I mean, it, and it's what we mm-hmm. wanted. Yeah. But it's become like, yeah. oh, my God. Careful what you ask for. Exactly. Yeah. It's oh. a little, it's wonderful, but uh, oh. boy, you can't move in the Our summer. Streets, and yeah. I just love it if a Rocky Neck would. Stop having cars down there. <laughs> I know. Oh, imagine a mall. <laughs> Wouldn't that be of great? The whole thing, or just even down, even Main Street. Trucks at night to deliver. Yeah, even down just Main Street. Just to walk, have it yeah. a walking. Yeah. Street. Actually, places that do that find that the traffic is so much better, yeah. store-wise, mm-hmm. after they get rid of the cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I think that could yeah, be. Yeah. But um, oh, I'm very hopeful. I love Gloucester. It's, yeah. it's really it's my favorite place on earth. And the lifestyle. Well, Linda Amaro, what a pleasure to be talking to you. Thank you, Gordon. I want to thank our engineer, uh, Jim Capillo. And as always, ask Gloucester to rejoin us next time on Fishtown Local. See you all soon.